I'm just so stupid. Just two dumb fishermen trying to do computer stuff. <laughs> what else do you expect? I don't know. You gotta... I dream that we'll be better at all things. Fishing and podcast related in the future. Dude, you want to talk about dreams? I had a crazy dream. My wife and I, you know, we're pretty good Christian folk. We don't, we don't do anything bad, you know. Okay. Um, you know, Krissa and I, we, well, Krissa said she smoked pot one time when she was uh, in high school, and I've never, and I had this dream that we were with friends, and they had, like, these edible cookies with dope in them. I was like, no, I'm going to leave, okay. And my wife is doesn't even me. want to be around it. Yeah, I was like, I'll just go over here. You guys do you. I don't care what you do. I just don't want to be a part of it. And Chris had come back, and she was all worried. And my my little girl, she's, you know, a year old, and she's got beautiful big blue eyes. Well, she come over running to me, and she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I fed Natalie way too many edibles. <laughs> and her eyes went from, like, being normal human size to being, like, you know those uh, cartoon, those Japanese cartoons with the monster eyes. Yeah. She looked like that. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't feed a baby that. And she had these big freaking eyes, and she, they were just staring all over. I woke up just sweating. I was like, oh my god, my baby. Uh, anyway, I I this would be the last dream story, but I'm going to Lake of the Woods um, on Thursday for the Warrior Boat Owners Tournament, and I'm fishing with Jens. And I had a dream that he showed up at the tournament, but he had bought a Vexus. <gasps> so dun, dun, dun. We weren't allowed to fish the tournament. I'm like, Jens, you're supposed to have a war. <laughs> <laughs> so the stress dreams are starting already for, oh, the, for the tournament. Unbelievable. You're, you're going to have a fun fun time up there. Yeah, we're. it's going to be ripping uh-huh. out of the wrong direction. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm hoping we can come up with a good game plan. It's going to be ripping for Thursday and Friday, and then pretty pretty nice on Saturday, the Mellow. day of the tournament, which is not great for a couple of guys who don't. Like, we we need the pre-fishes, like, more than anybody. Like, I've never even fished Lake of the Woods, <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure if Jens has or not. We've got, <laughs> we've got some, like, good resources helping us out, but, man, it's going to be a battle if we can't, if we can't do the pre-fishes. Going in green. Yep. <sighs> anyway. I don't know if your rainy river spots are going to hold true right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jens and Dan, they went up to Birchdale. <laughs> Dan said he caught a 29-incher up there. <laughs> um, this week, we got a couple little details we'll cover, um, just some housekeeping stuff. I'm going to do a Groundhog Day for Will. We'll do a week in review, a week in preview, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, before we do that, let's hear from Portadoc. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-doc.com. Porta-doc.com. Find your local Portadoc dealer today. Porta-doc.com. All right, the first thing I wanted to talk about, I know I said this last year, but my boat is like for real for sale right now. On the line? On the line. Wow. It's uh, listed on Walleye Central if you want to take a look at some pictures. You've seen plenty of them if you follow me on Facebook, though. Warrior 2090, 200 Suzuki, bulletproof, fish-catching, wave-crushing machine. Um, selling to buy another Warrior 2090 with a 200 Suzuki. That one hopefully will also be a bulletproof, wave-crushing, fish-catching machine. Because of you, I also bought a 2090 with a 200 Suzuki. 
because I rode in the boat with you last spring before we could guide. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is it. Yep. And I wanted a Suzuki, a 200, just like you. Works great. It's unbelievable. Yep. Nice and quiet, easy motor to control. How's your Vantage? My Vantage is, god dang, why did you even ask me that? My well, Vantage is you great. Said, you said that one of your biggest pet peeves is when somebody inquires about your boat. <laughs> Every time, it's always, what's the top speed? Right. And you're like, well, that's a stupid question. Your question should always be, how's your Vantage? <laughs> How does your Vantage run? Does it go up and down all right? <laughs> that's a very legitimate, like, that would be an informed consumer right there. If a guy was asking, like, what issues have you had with your Vantage? They would be very familiar with, with. And they should deserve a 2090. Right. And my Vantage is great. The thing has been unusually great. Mm -hmm. Um, I do take good care of it, though. I don't take off with it down or anything. I have done that, like, twice this week. (laughs) They don't like that very much. No! But it still goes up and down. It's good. It's good. Um, So, yeah, it'll be available in October. I'm a little flexible about when in October, um, because I've got a buddy who's got a Warrior 2090, uh, that has offered to loan it to me if people want to get a couple weeks of fishing in before the season's over. So, Sweet. Uh, send me a message. Look at the, you can go through Walleye Central, or you can just send me a personal message if you've got more questions or want more pictures. And She's there are pictures of Dan laying on the boat. That's, yeah. I mean, were those just How for me? How else am I going to sell them? Was that just for me? I thought that would be a nice way to, like, catch people's attention, right? Oh. They're used to, like, boat, 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 boat. Oh, there's a skinny little Irishman in that one. <laughs> Why is there a smiley? F- oh. <laughs> um, okay. And then you maybe don't have anything to say about this one. I wrote this one. I didn't really talk to you about it. But uh, the, there was a question. We had a question about the thermocline and how that impacts fishing. And I was thinking about that the last little bit. Um, we did have a question. Somebody asked if Woman Lake doesn't get a thermocline. And it very well might not. Or... Or I don't know if I've seen visible. one out there. Yep, and it, if you think about the majority of that lake, it matches the characteristics of like, of tons of long flats. And yep, and rel- and not a lot of deep water. There is deep water, but not a ton not of it, and it's not it. all connected. Right. So interesting. I, I never even thought about that. I think that. that one might not have a. I don't know. I don't know. A true thermocline. Yep. And then I was thinking about another lake I fished that I do think it's a thermocline, and every once in a while. My spots that on this lake I fish pretty traditional walleye spots, you know, 17 to 22 feet of water. And every every year, it seems, it hasn't happened to me yet, but it every like the they'll just all be empty. And there is usually, like, some scuzz on the screen. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if, like, all of a sudden, it's the, the time period where that thermocline can, will reach up in and cover my walleye spots. Right. And push them out of there. Because it is like, I show up to spot number one and spot number two, and by the time I'm done driving spot number two, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I already know what's going to happen here. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I shouldn't be on this lake now. Um, hasn't happened yet, but it, I, it did make me think that, you know, that would maybe be a practical example of how it has impacted me in, in the past. One thing I'd like to touch on too is I don't think that those, so if there are fish living underneath the thermocline and fish li- living on top of the thermocline, those fish don't mix. Probably Those not. fish aren't going to go from the top of the thermocline from 70-degree water and go into 55-degree water. Right. They're just not going to do that. That's That could kill them. Right. That could easily kill them. Yeah. So 
they're, they're, my fish that I'm referencing are probably pushing shallow and pushing correct. into the weeds and stuff. Right. Yep. I do think, like, you just got to think about, like, the basic needs of a fish. They need oxygen, they need food, and they need shelter, right? Yep. They need a place to live. And there are deep water fish that find those things in real deep haunts, you know, 35 to 70 feet of water, um, depending on the body of water and stuff. And the, they're, like, their habits are way different than the fish we generally pick on. Correct. Um, yeah, just something that came to mind. Yeah, I like it. We're going to move the schedule around a little bit because I haven't thought about your Groundhog Day. I was going to have it up front early on. Let's talk about what the heck we did this week. Yeah, good idea. We haven't even did a review. I was trying to mix it up because maybe people don't hear the Groundhog Day that often because, you know, they're 35 minutes in. They're like, okay, enough of these two dudes. (laughs) Enough. Well, I'll talk about my week. All right. I like to hear you talk. I had a good week. That's it. All right. (laughs) No. So I had a... I had this great group. I had just an absolute blast. So I, these four guys from Missouri started out as, you know, I, I turkey hunted with the one guy. I turkey hunted on his farm. Mm-hmm. This spring. This spring. I think you shared those stories. That was like one of our early episodes of the show. Yeah. And uh, I went down there and I hunted with him. And, you know, we got to talking just a little bit. You know, we had a fish fry. We had a turkey fry. It was a great time. Well, he, he came up here, and I got to fish with him and his nephew and his two other cousins or something. I don't know. Anyway, so there was one guy I knew and three total strangers. And by the end of today, we're all great friends. Sure. We fished five days in a row. We fished hard. We fished walleyes. We fished panfish. And, you know, this time of year, if, if you ask me, okay, in order to make five days pretty successful what are you going to have to catch to to call it a good walleye trip and i'd tell you probably about 20 walleyes like that's pretty good Mm -hmm. we ended up catching 30 nice man that was a great trip Mm -hmm. for early august shoot yeah Mm -hmm. that was great and we caught some great crappies we had two personal best crappies today we got a 16 that's a big one dude that's a monster yeah i saw it i'm like that's a 16 it was in the water. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a 16. We got in the boat. I'm like, get that on a bump board right now. And it touched 16. Nice. That is a freak. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why you throw back 14 inches, people. <laughs> yeah. So you can see something like that. It's just out of this world. I've had lots of people getting behind the the big ones. Like, I think the, the general trend is shifting that way where lots of people are cool with it now. Why would you want to keep a 14 inch anyway? I don't know. Anyway, we had... Lots of great, lots of great fishing, um, and fishing overall, you know, I've only been on a handful of bodies of water, but fishing overall has been good, and I'm finding a variety of areas in the, on the lakes. Mm-hmm. You can still find them in the cabbage, but you can also find them out on the deeper humps, mm-hmm. and it's a great variety because if one's not going... The other one probably is. The other one is. Yeah. Like, that's what I had today. The, the deep water stuff wasn't going, but the fish in the outside of the cabbage weeds were. Sure. And... I don't mind that at all. Yeah. And I've caught one out of all, out of 30 of those walleyes, one of them came on a night crawler. The rest came on minnows. And I'd say half and half came on a jig and a rig. Sure. Half came on a jigging, half came rigging. What were you jigging, though? Uh, some pretty big fatheads and some dead red tails. Right. That's, but they had to be big. Little little minnows didn't get bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about that often in August. I mean, 
Big middle season. I just got a. I just had a Facebook memory thing of a jig and a minnow bite I had four years ago. I was like, oh, I because I talked to you on the phone yesterday. I was like, dude, I can't believe how we were catching a jig and a minnow. And you're like, yeah, we talk about this every year, Will. <laughs> I'm like, no, we don't. And then this memory came up. I was like, oh yeah, that was an awesome jig bite. <laughs> <laughs> was that north and east of here? Mm-hmm. Like way north and east? Yeah. Gotcha. That was yeah. a great day. Really pulled that one out of your. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Just a classic Will Newer move. Yeah, no big deal. I like Let's having catch that, twenty of these. I like having that uh, that dude on my side though. Yeah, I like that wild card. <laughs> uh, although you know what the wild card is, this dude's just gonna jig somewhere he's not supposed to. <laughs> right. You already know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Oh, it felt good though. Oh, they've been some good bites. Anyway, how was your week? Um, very similar. Um, all of the Long Valeria lakes are, I'm, like, happy to be going to just about every one of them right now. Um, for, walleyes are going pretty good. Had had one, like, gangbuster walleye day. And it was interesting because it was with a guy who had never fished for walleyes. And we filled the box in an hour and 40 minutes or something. <laughs> and near the end of that hour and 40 minutes, we maybe went, like, 10 minutes without a bite. And he's like, wow, things have really slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to, like, touch on that subject without being, like, cocky, you know? And I, so I was just like, well, really, like, this is, we've had an un, a very unusual, unusual morning. And then his buddy's like, dude, we're having a really good day. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, I've had a lot, lots of walleye bites. And again, on Big Minnow's which uh, is a lot of fun. It's There's some problems that come with it. You know, they're a pain in the butt to keep live. Sucks. You um, change minnows all the time. All the time, yep. You need a couple dozen. I need a couple dozen for every trip at least, you know, and I, I kind of worry the whole time. That's $30. Mm-hmm. Yep, 30 bucks worth of minnows <laughs> for, for a four-hour trip, and you, you're hoping you maybe have some left over, and then you're hoping you can figure out a way to keep them alive hard to do to get them to the next day i've been working hard at it and it, it still have them dying off um and yeah a couple of i've been using you know when the minnow is like weak not swimming on the rig i'll throw it back in the angle and then i'll fish it on a jig mm-hmm. later on you know you, they're still kicking or they're like freshly dead um and i've caught caught a, quite a few fish jigging haven't had my customers jigging yet just because rigging seems to have been best um We've also had lots of fishy weather this week. Yeah. Like, we've had some, some, um, lots of overcast and finally got some wind, so. It's been awesome. It's It's super comfortable. Water temps have dropped, like, four degrees. Yeah. Which helps everything. Right. It helps our comfort level. It helps our fish stay alive. It helps the bite. It helps everything. Yeah, you don't, maybe you realize it, but that, like, the the wind feels better when it's blowing across 73, 74 degree water instead of 80, 80 degree water. Yep. So. Good week up here. That's all. That's all it. we got to say. Uh, I, I'll echo the same thing, though. Nightcrawlers are not catching very many fish, and that's I have pretty way unusual. too many in my possession. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's take a break, and we'll get back to it. This walleye talk is brought to you by the One Stop in Longville. It's not too early to stock up on your fall needs. If you're thinking you're going to need weights and hooks for rigging big minnows for, or, or jigs for you know jigging in the fall, 
stop on it in the one stop because they've got a good supply of it right now. Uh, it isn't too early stock up, and you'd hate to be bumming because you waited till the last minute, until the day you needed it, to get your weights, your hooks, your fluorocarbon, or your jigs. So stop on in and pick up what you need now. Groundhog Day. Just a reminder, if you haven't heard this, we present a scenario with a number of fish that a person has to catch, and if they don't catch that number of walleyes in the given time period, they have to start over. So you can live through this scenario uh, one time, or you can live through it potentially forever. Are you giving me a forever situation? I don't think so, but I'm interested to hear um, how you're going to go about it, and it's I feel like it's, yeah. So it takes place right now. You get to, like, tomorrow. You get to go fishing. Your only co-angler is Carl Swanson from Pikedale, the famous Captain Captain Carl. Carl. You have to catch 12 walleyes with just you and Carl, and uh, you don't get to fish. So you have to... Carl's running rods. Does he run two rods then? No. He's just running one rod. One rod. You have to put Carl Swanson on 12 walleyes in a... Eight-hour period. Eight hours, eight hours, eight hours. Eight hours. So we're running to Saskatchewan. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Carl Swanson. Carl Swanson's got... He likes jigging. He also likes Lindy rigging on the annex. And he likes to pull crankbaits. I'm running the boat, though. Okay. Yep. You get to run the show. He's just the only guy in the water. So we're going to have to pull crankbaits. <laughs> We're going to pull crankbaits with the old Captain Carl tomorrow, and we're going to have to do it on leech. And it's going to be a very big team effort because he's got a lot of experience pulling crankbaits. But he could use my side imaging, and he could use my, you know, graph reading abilities and my, you know, fish stinks. Mm -hmm. And it takes us a month or two. (laughs) (laughs) So, Carl, he's going to have the old hot and tot on. And he's going to find the magic color. And we're going to have a lot of days where we catch eight, nine walleyes. Mm-hmm. And we're going to think, oh, tomorrow we're going we're gonna to get it done. And you're just going to stick with it, huh? That's the only thing I've got. <laughs> what else are we going to do? <laughs> well, there's lots of other things you could do. Why aren't you doing any other things? Mm-hmm. No, because Car- I know Carl's strengths. Sure. So you're playing to Carl's strengths. Yeah. And otherwise, you know, we might live there for, you know, if I say, Carl, you got a jig wrap right here. He he's not gonna do it. <laughs> he just ain't gonna do it. So he's a tough client. Yeah, well I've fished with him and like he gets bites, but if like I'm the one who tells him, Hey, we're getting bites here, he ain't gonna do it. <laughs> well, I tried that. He ain't gonna so do gotta, that. Yeah, I gotcha. So, so you, you gotta, gotta play let... to his strengths. You gotta go with what he knows. Gotcha. We're gonna be a team here. Sure. And, and so when what day do you finish this? this? Probably day like sixty four. <laughs> We spent a lot of time on leech, and it's we're going to learn some new areas, too. And we're going to ca- have days where we catch a bunch, but just not quite a dozen. Mm. And we're going to have days where we don't catch any. Yeah. And we're going to learn just as much from the days we don't catch any as the days we catch nine or ten. You're in such a cheery mood that you're handling this well. Yeah. It's going to take a long friggin' time, but the plan is pulling crankbaits on Leech Lake. <laughs> that is the only plan. Right. And we're going to start at 5 a.m. 
Because mm. the hell with whatever you have. We got eight hours? Sure. We're going to start at 5 a.m. Okay. I, I don't think you need to worry about me. I think you need to worry about Carl at 5 a.m. No, Carl's a big early morning guy. Carl's up at sunrise fishing on his Tuesdays off before more than anybody on their days off. Way more than us. Sure. He's up at sunrise. He's ready to go. And that's what we're going to do. Sounds good. And you know where we end up getting them? Five mile. Oh. Five mile. Not a bad call. No. It's a great call. So, that's that's it. All right. Two months and four days. <laughs> well, we had a great time. Me and Carl. Did you ever ask Carl how he met his wife? I have not yet. No. That's the story you got to hear. Yeah. Hilarious. I haven't had enough time. I, want, I feel like I need time to listen to it. It's hilarious. I don't want the abbreviated version. I love Carl Swanson. And that story is a big part of it. <laughs> so, anyway, it was good fishing with you, Carl. Uh, let's take a break. We'll finish her out. While I Talk is brought to you in part by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. Uh, it, we've been talking a lot about big minnows. They've got a good supply of red tails right now, and what they've got going is they've got scoops of small red tails, which work great on the jig. They've got regular red tails, and they've got the big ones. So they, you can cater your needs to what you're trying to do. I like to get a little mix of everything. Uh, it's nice to have some options. They've got them at full stringer. What's your week look like? What are you predicting? Uh, i got a busy week. We've got some pretty awesome weather coming. we got, like, one hot day. The rest of them are, you know, cool, windy. Mm-hmm. Got a day that's going to get down to 50. That sounds great. Woo! I'm going to wear jeans. <laughs> couple days it's gonna be great uh got panfish trips got a couple like half walleye half panfish trips gonna continue to do the same thing this is you know we've talked about it before but this is the longest pattern right now mm-hmm. you know and it's gonna hold true for the next probably 20 days yeah and i think what happens is that your collection your schools of walleyes get bigger and they get more numerous so instead of running into little schools on a couple of your spots you're gonna find like a couple big schools on a few spots and probably fish on more and more of them every time you check them. Yeah. Um, which is great. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. How do you decide, like, when to, like, when are you done fishing for panfish? In the, during the season? Well, both. During the season and during the days. Um, so, like, in my afternoon trips, I go by the clock. And it's same with morning trips. Like, I quick fishing while I was, probably an hour and a half in in the mornings and then in the evenings uh except if the weather is good like today i fished walleyes for four hours and we caught five of our walleyes in the last hour and a half it's just how the weather is and we had really fishy weather this morning mm-hmm. um but and then in the evenings you know it, that's a weather thing too and i i will always start out with panfish this time of year if i'm on like a woman lake because uh I think I need to have a fish fry solidified before I have the confidence to go out and be like, okay, we're going to try and get some walleyes Mm -hmm. because I don't think we're going to get a fish fry of just walleyes. Yeah. I don't have that confidence right now. So we'll go do that until that fish fry solidified. And once it is, you know, we get six in the boat, then uh, all right, let's go chase some walleyes down. Sure. And that's kind of how I play. It's all about making the customer happy. It's Mm -hmm. not necessarily about making me happy. It's you got to, you got to make sure there's, because they don't want to just sit there, and neither yeah. do I, and I don't want to have just drive around until they're the drive, fed up. The driving is a big part, you know. I drove last night, and I, after doing the same thing you just discussed, you know, I gave myself like a little bit more time, because it was, I felt like it was a pretty fishy evening, 
I gave myself, or I tried, you know, we, we switched gears earlier. Also, crappy fishing was great. Um, but I, and I told him up front, like, I might have to do a bit of driving. And I drove four, four spots and didn't see a walleye. Four of my, like, you know, I'm going to go to true. my first four and there, there was nothing on them. And then there were some fish on five and six, but not that many. And driving four spots with folks is hard to do. If they're like my old man is, you pull up to a spot and he wants to cast his, <laughs> cast his jig out. Yeah. And I'm sure for the customers it's the same way. Mm-hmm. But you've got to do it. Yeah. I can't fish dead water with you. Right. I just can't do it. Right. Um, as I mentioned, I'm going to Lake of the Woods with Jens, and uh, we're fishing out of his Warrior 208. Super pumped to be in that boat. I've never Sick. even been in a 208 on the water, and um, he's got... He's had Nick doing a bunch of electronics work, so he's got some. He's rigged up with some new birds, and um, I think the thing's gonna kick butt out there. Um, we're just planning on trolling, trolling lead, and then um, hopefully downriggers if we can find a bunch of them and stay right, right on top of them. Um, it'll be a, a great learning experience. I haven't spent that much time in the bowl with Jens, and we've been scheming a tournament together, which is like kind of fun to do too, <laughs> and uh, I think it'll be a good time. Also, just a, a nice break from having my hand on the tiller and just get to think. You're going to be boat riding. about fishing, yep. I will. And Jens is good with his electronics. Yep. Yeah. He's a goofy, fishy guy, which is, like, my favorite type of guy. Right. Um, so I, I'm excited for it. The only thing I'm not su- super excited for is he said that he is going to be listening to the podcast on the drive up there together, and that's going to be kind So of we should say nice things about yeah, Jens? Yeah, I'll edit out the stuff where we... Um, but yeah it's gonna be super fun to be up there with like the whole warrior crew and uh i'm excited for it then back to the back to the grind when we get back and i'm you get back on sunday sunday and a couple trips on monday busy minnesota fishing guides are busy it's not been bad no and uh that's the way we like it should be good week though i i think it's I'm ready for Woman Lake walleyes to get a little bit better. Yeah, they're they're not there. Any, no, any day now. It's surprising though, but it's it's normal. It is, but give it another ten day. days and we'll have to sing a different tune. Mm-hmm. I agree. Jig wrapping, rigging minnows. You're gonna put a crawler in the water. You're for silly sure. not to um, for sure because that'll be a thing. We gotta soon. get a true cold front though before I think they start. We need to get a good. Like, 45-degree night. Before and they start biting good. Yeah. But it's weird that they're not biting crawlers every once in a while when they're yeah. biting. Yeah. So I cut open one that had a half a crawler in it. <laughs> but we only caught one on a full night crawler. I think we lo- had one bite on a half night crawler, and then we caught one on a full night crawler. And that is it as far as, like, signs of, hey, crawlers are a good option right now. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's been, like, backwards for me, where usually I, like, start with crawlers this time of year and then, like, try minnows if I'm feeling like they're not they're not into it. I'm almost, like, certain they're going to eat a, the minnows. a minnow. Yep, yep. And then, like, God, this is a pretty good bite. I sure would like to be able to catch them on a G-dang night crawler. Yeah. And then they don't bite them. They eat the first minnow they see. Yeah. Like, you go over four marks and you get four bites. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's good enough. I'll eat a crawler. Mm-hmm. They don't even look at it. Yeah. They don't even look at it. <laughs> huh. But. I Yeah, if I were you, I would be taking some time off, getting up here early on Fridays, 
hit the Do water some pretty hard. Yeah. Driving's important. This is right a now. good time to find a new spot. Like, man, all I would like to do is just have like seven hours to drive around on Woman Lake right now. You'll certainly find gold. Mm-hmm. Certainly. I don't have those seven hours though. So. Well, I'll just take just a half hour here and there. You'll just go have to crush on Lake of the Woods then. Sounds all right. <laughs> if you have, if you pie me in the face because of Lake of the Woods trip, I'm gonna be pissed. Not even gonna talk about it because. Yeah. I just jinx you? Hopefully not. I've been purposefully not talking about it. I want you to catch a bunch of 29s. See, Jen's, I think, uh, he'd be on my side, man. He might be handing rods to me. <laughs> <laughs> Does it count if it's handed? Uh, no. Good. All right. got, I have to pick the rod out of the holder. Good enough. I'll say that. All right. Well, this has been a great episode of Wally Talk. We'll see you next week.